got to admit, as I look out here, some of you are old friends. <laughs> I've had the great gift of getting to hang out with many of you and people from other Unity churches in the areas. We have explored the experience of moving into and connecting with the heart as our way of making the deep conscious connection with the spiritual self. And it's my pleasure to get to do this with you on Earth Day because my life has involved a little instruction along that relationship to the Earth. You see, my first career was as an environmental attorney. And in that capacity, I really got to embrace and support this effort that we have to bring ourselves into greater harmony with the earth. And it took the fabulous forms of, of hearings and court cases and climbing power plants and uh, briefing the U.S. Supreme Court. And that was, it was quite a journey. But I, I found myself being called deeper and deeper into this exploration of the spiritual self and how we create the life experience that we're in. And as that moved, I began to feel a reluctance because I knew it was taking my attention away from this work to bring ourselves into harmony with the planet. And in asking for guidance and understanding on that, I was given the very clear direction. Spirit said to me, we will be in harmony with the earth once we have come into harmony with ourselves. And as I look and understand this beautiful way that we create our reality, I realized that was true. And so I began to seek to understand how do we come into this harmony with ourselves? How do we connect with this amazing power that takes us out of this strange experience we have where we think that we're, we're separate and our ideas and thoughts and needs compete with each other into a, into a different place, a place where we really are in harmony with what's happening around us? Oh, I had a, an experience that set me on that path of exploration and gave me the opportunity to experience this spiritual presence, its power, and get to, get to see firsthand what it does. So I'd like to, like to share that with you. Um, I was in my final year of law school, married to a wonderful woman. We were, we were very happy, and we had a brand new little baby girl in our life, and uh, our little Lisa was just just a joy to our heart. It was one of those exquisite, truly joyous and happy times in my life. And then her life was ended by a man with a gun. And my world collapsed. From having known great happiness, I found myself in great pain. 
be brought. The struggle that comes when someone has violated our lives that makes us want to project that anger and resentment and hatred towards another. And suddenly I was the single parent of a little baby whose entire world had been this wonderful mother. And what I found as I tried to step into this role of being a father and taking care of all her needs was that perhaps her loss was even much greater than mine. And her need was great. And it was difficult for me to be there completely with the love that she needed when at the same time within me was resentment and loss and turmoil and anger and confusion. I knew that I needed help. I had no idea what help was. But in that deep conflict, I prayed for that help. Now, I hadn't experienced unity yet, and I didn't have many of the beautiful knowledge and skills of prayer that we have. I think the prayer I used was desperate, anguish, begging. Fortunately, God's not very fussy. (laughs) Several weeks after that experience of really asking for that help, whatever it was, I was playing on the floor with my little daughter. We'd been playing for a little while, and I got up and sat on the couch, and she continued to play, and then I I noticed that she wasn't playing with something. She was playing with someone. And I could see her reach out and have that glorious smile and joy on her face and laugh and respond to as though she was being hugged and touched in the same beautiful exchange that I had seen her have with her mother so many times. And I realized, though I could only see one part of this beautiful interaction, that she was playing with her mother. And as I witnessed that, I was so grateful that whatever it was that let this beautiful soul reach through the dimensions of our consciousness and connect with and be present for that little baby. And I could feel that love between them. And in my gratitude, I opened my heart. 
And a few minutes later, I experienced love. A love that was more than I could ever begin to describe. It was so great, it filled my consciousness. I lost all awareness of everything around me. And I felt filled and lifted into a love that had no opposite. There was the complete presence of all that is. And it was beautiful and exquisite. And I have no idea how long that was. But when my awareness returned to my surroundings, the baby was playing quietly by herself, and I was that peace. What I noticed in the months, or I'm sorry, the, the weeks that followed, really, was that the resentment and the anger were gone. Whatever forgiveness is had taken place. And towards this being, I held compassion and understanding. And though the experience of loss was not gone, the feelings did not overwhelm, but were simply part of balance part of the presence that I could experience as I went about stepping into that role of loving and caring for that little boy. Where I had known great anguish, I now experienced peace. Now, I did not understand what had taken place. I only knew that it was powerful, and in that moment, my life was changed. It was so powerful in its impact on me and so beautiful that I wanted to understand it. I wanted to know, how does that take place? Let, let me ask, is there anyone here that is cursed with the how gene? You've got to know how it works. Okay, now some of you, you, you have an experience and it's a beautiful thing, and you go on, oh, well, that was great. And then others of us with the how gene, we've got to, how did that work? I want to make sure I know how to do that again. Well, that's, that's one of those things that happened to be part of mine, so... It's, that began a process of exploring what happened there. And that led me to unity and its beautiful understanding of the uh, creative laws and our spiritual nature and how we connect with and bring that forward. And that study led me to the Institute of HeartMath where I got to work with the science of this transformation. And as those beautiful understandings came together, I began to see that what had been a very powerful transformative moment 
was actually an experience of the spiritual self that is available every moment. And that transformation from anxiety and confusion to clarity and peace is always there. And I also realized that I didn't know how to make it work. So I set about learning. And what I have come to understand is that this beautiful connection with our spiritual self takes place through our heart. Because this is the doorway. That it opens. When, when we open that, we invite this amazing spiritual presence that we each are into the powerful conscious expression within our being. Now, I shared with you that, uh, doing this in, in this extraordinary experience. And it's, what I know is that there are many in this room that have had a, not only a similar experience, but have reached in times of anguish in your own lives for that presence and called it into some level of expression. But I think one of the most beautiful things is that because it's always there, it can also be very ordinary. So let me share with you an ordinary experience. My wife and I moved to uh, the Santa Cruz Mountains in California beautiful redwood forest we lived in. Now, to get from our house to the bus in the morning, you had to we had to get the kids in a car and drive down this, this long, narrow little road and across a one-lane bridge and up to where the bus uh, on the highway came and picked them up. And we prepared for that every morning with an affirmation. Hurry up or you'll miss the bus. Now, as we repeated that on a regular basis, you can guess what it created. Yeah, we got there and, you know, after that, you know, you couldn't find the homework or the shoes and something wasn't ready and we got in the car and hurry up or you'll miss the bus and we get down there and sure enough, we missed the bus. It had gone. Now, in, in that uh, highway in the Santa Cruz Mountains, you can't catch up with the bus. It doesn't work that way. So suddenly I'm there with these two kids, one and just beginning high school and one in uh, middle school, and they had not done all the things that we'd asked for them to do to be ready to go. And so you can imagine I was a little frustrated with them. I'm, I use that as a light, nice word for whatever was really taking place, okay? And, uh, you know, and so I'd been telling them, you've got to do this, you've got to get ready and all this, and they, and they hadn't, and here we were. And it was a, an impossible situation. Now, I really thought and kind of wanted at the time to make them walk to school, but it was eight miles, so that probably wasn't going to work. I had to be at work shortly, so I didn't have time to take them. So here we are. I'm, I'm in this impossible situation and very irritated. 
uh, with them. And then I remembered, oh, there's this way of connecting with your our spirit when we're feeling a little stressed, and maybe I'll maybe I'll use that. Uh, it only takes a moment, and I had a moment. Matter of fact, I had a lot of time because I couldn't do a darn thing. So I I took and just brought my attention to my heart, like we did just a moment ago. Just touch my heart and take a breath through the heart, and then to activate your heart. I went into this feeling of appreciation. Now, it was fairly easy there because it is morning in a redwood forest. Okay, that beautiful sun coming down through the uh, the, uh, branches of the redwood trees. And there's this little stream going by. It was just exquisite. And all it took was a moment of really letting myself appreciate that. If you'll notice, I was not trying to appreciate the children. That would not have worked. But I could appreciate the beauty of this morning in the place where I was until I could feel it. But what happens is as we feel that feeling, now this is, this is the feeling of appreciation, is when we feel that feeling, there is a change within our heart. The heart changes how it operates, and that changes how our brain operates. That changes how our emotions operate. And a moment later, instead of being anxious and frustrated and irritated, I was at peace. And I felt good. And something had changed with how I looked at my children. I was, let's say, unhappy with them a moment before. But what I really experienced was suddenly a great compassion for them because I understood how stressful that had been for them and getting all of the hurry up, get this done, why haven't you, getting down the hill. And here they are about to begin a very challenging day I don't think most of us really want to go back and go through high school again. It's challenging, and particularly as in this time and generation, and great demands on them. And here they are, all tense and upset. So I could feel their need, their need to get to where they could have a good day as well. And suddenly. When I, when I looked at the situation, my perception of it had changed. Yeah. Something would have to change here, and the thing that was easy to change was I could be late for work. Now, the truth is, I'm a fairly responsible individual. I show up regularly. And the world was not going to fall apart if I was a little late. So... Now being at peace with that and with them, I could turn to them and say, you know what, I would like for you to get it to school feeling good and not stressed from all this so you can have a great day. I'm going to put on some music while I drive you to school. Let's just relax and we agree to, when we get home tonight, let's talk about what went wrong and how we can do this a little better. And they were eager to 
make that agreement. So I went on, and what happened was, as I drove down that road, I felt wonderful and in harmony with my children, with my purpose, with what was unfolding within my life. Being Earth Day, I can't help but reflect a little. So what difference does it make to those redwood trees that the human presence around them is in a state of harmony instead of anxiety and anger and upset? And the people that will experience these children as they get to school. And the people that will experience me as I show up at my work. In a moment, there was a change from a consciousness of anger and upset to a consciousness of peace and compassion and understanding. Now, what I know, because I've had the privilege of studying it at depth, you can't do that with your brain. It's very good at thinking. It's very good at telling you you should make that change. But it will not make it. That comes from the power of your spiritual self. And that is called forth into our being when we activate the access code that lets us go from running with this instrument, this instrument that you, you agreed to. Okay, remember perhaps when you said, okay, I'm going to go down and I'm going to do that human thing. I've been playing as this spiritual being in the universe and it's time for me to experience a third dimension. So I'm going I'm to hop in and do, do the do the body, and when I get this body so I can experience the third dimension, I'm, I'm going to use the brain, which is designed for me to perceive and work in that dimension. Now, it has a particular way of working. It sees and defines things. So it defines you as separate from me. And it finds things as good and bad, because it's very poor. So when there's a problem, that's bad. And when there's a problem, there's wrong and fault because that's poor thinking and that's a part of how the brain perceives. So what happened was I went from problem to connection. Now the way we make that change, I talked about the access code. In this case, I talked about using the feeling of appreciation. But the truth is the access code is love. That Teaching. Now, you, you may remember those of you that had looked at that Jesus guy. That he threw it out there a time or two. Matter of fact, it was about all he taught. Because it's not a nice thing. It is a powerful thing. It takes us from this experience that our brain interprets into the understanding and connection and seeing and experiencing from our spiritual self. That is the power that takes us through that shift. When we feel that love, our hearts open. When I was on that couch and I could feel such love for that baby and her mother, 
and my heart opened, and then the power of that divine love could move in and through and heal me. And I was in that car with my brain explaining to me all that was wrong. It does that for my computer, too. In that moment of appreciation, appreciation is a part of love. And it's one of the reasons it is so powerful. Is it opens the heart in this beautiful presence of our spiritual nature moves in and changes our perception. And we see and experience harmony in our world. We step in and create it. Because we are, first of all, at harmony with ourselves. And that takes us, because we are not separate, we are one into harmony with the world around us. So to remind that myself of that, one of the things that I do is when, when something comes up that seems difficult or challenging or I just don't know what to do with it, I've just got so that I touch my heart. And that takes my attention there. And then that helps me remember that I can get to that appreciation. Now, one of the ways I do that is just touch my heart and say, I am grateful. But when something comes up in my world, if I can just, I am grateful. Say it with me. I am grateful. Touch your heart together. I am grateful. I am grateful. So now as you do it, remember when you when you get to work this week and that co-worker does the thing that they do, the response is, I am grateful. And when you, when you go home this afternoon and that person in your family, you know. I am grateful. And when you get on the freeway now, I have noticed that Ohio isn't quite as good as California is getting nowhere at all on the freeway, but you, but you guys do pretty well, too. When, you, when you're there and it all stops and nothing is working, I am grateful. And when you have that moment where you want to be hard on you and forget the compassion and the love that you deserve, Touch your heart. I am grateful. And to be in the presence of your love and your heart.